I'm still gonna, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Take one. Welcome to How We Shoot It, a podcast with two creatives who are just trying to figure it out. We talk about all things photo and video work, plus a few tips and tricks that we may have learned along the way. Here's the latest episode. All right, welcome back everyone to How We Shoot It, episode four. Today, we're talking about content creation versus clout chasing. I'm Dante Bullhauer. And I'm Alyssa Allman. Yeah, today we're just talking about kind of creating for the right reasons. It seems there's been a little bit of a shift in the past couple of years, not not everywhere, but uh, in some instances where photography, videography, whatever, is more about the followers it can get you versus creating for other people, serving, you know, your clients and, and things like that. It seems like there's kind of become a divide in the past couple of years. And I'm, I'm still like, I'm younger into this than you are. So you, uh, you probably experienced it uh, more than I have, but w- that's, that's kind of what we're talking about today is, is why we create what, you know, the right reasons to be, to be a photographer, to be a videographer and what those are and why we personally create. So I'll let, I'll let you go ahead and, and jump off with it. Okay, yeah. Um, first of all, we should address the fact that I'm probably too old to be using the word clout. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. But <laughs> the fact that I wasn't planning on using it and you were means that we're, eh, okay. Yeah. But let's just see where, it's fine. Let's just, let's just take it all the way back to the beginning, okay? This is a TM, ding, Ben Mohorn <laughs> saying, okay? <laughs> Ben Mohorn, uh, when I originally started all this and he was helping me get started in like teaching me all the crazy stuff that I know now, um, that's what he called it. He called it clout chasing. Um, and essentially all that means if you're too young for that saying or if you're too old like myself, it just means that you are creating for the sake of bringing a, attention, glory, um, or the reason that you're creating content is because you want to be recognized for what you're creating. Um, and this whole idea kind of came to me way back when I first started shooting with this organization called All You Witness. Um, it makes me so sad that they're not around as much anymore, but all the photographers who were a part of that are off doing really big things with big brands, so makes sense. Um, but I just feel really lucky that the reason I jumped into content creation was to serve others. I think it shaped who I am as a person. It shaped how my business operates. Um, It shapes how I shoot. Um, It shapes a lot of things, but the whole idea of your audience matters extends not just to who you're, you know, marketing to, who you're trying to get as clients, um, but also to like, how you work with people and how your how your business actually makes an impact rather than just putting cool photos on the internet so that people think you're a really cool person. Um, and that has also since then changing that framework and kind of flipping it on its head has taken all the pressure off of me to create and instead gives me motivation to create something that matters, if that makes sense, which is kind of what we're going to unpack for the rest of this whole episode because it sounds like it's the same thing, but it's really not. And so um, this is how we shoot it. 
we get a little heated on here. We say some off the cuff things, but know that at the end of the day, um, we 100% just want you to be successful and feel fulfilled in what you're creating. And in order to do that, you have to create content, not chase followers, likes, comments, and all those kinds of things. So that's, that's kind of my, my, the way my head's thinking about this episode. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point talking about your content is shaped. It's not so much about, oh, I need to get these, these banger clips. I need to get these sweet photos because I need to get them for my portfolio. It's I want to get this good content for them. And I think that's a, that's a really um, powerful kind of like core value that you can have. It, and it does take a lot of pressure off of you because you're not, if you're just thinking, okay, I need to get these, these dope photos just so I can look like I know what I'm doing, I'm a good photographer, whatever, chances are that will come through when your audience looks at your photos, looks at your content. They'll think, yeah, okay, like this is cool, whatever, but what does this really serve the audience, the person in the photo, the people that are gonna look at it? Um, I, we both do like 90% of our stuff is for other people. There, it's not super often that, that we really just kind of say, okay, I'm gonna go take photos just to kind of, you know, inspire myself, just kind of to me to take photos. That's, that's not a lot of what we do, even though I feel like I should do more of it just to keep the creative juices flowing. But a lot of the times we are doing work hired out for other people and they are not hiring us to take sweet portfolio photos or clips for ourselves. We're doing it so that they can get what they paid for. And just uh, doing a lot of sports stuff, sometimes this, this kind of shows through. Um, you know, if I'm hired out to take a, a photo of a kid, then there's really no no reason for me to, to take photos of the other, t like if the other team's way better or something, they, they have this like D1 quarterback, something like that. I could go take photos of him for myself, but that's taking away the time and the effort of me photographing the other kid, fo photographing what I was paid there to do and like provide that service for the person that hired me out. And sports, it's, it's really easy to kind of get caught up in, okay, what can I do for my portfolio versus what, what picture would this athlete like to have to post on Instagram, to frame in their room, that type of thing. And so there's, you know, it's kind of a fine line to walk of, okay, I want to get good photos for them. I also want to make myself look good, that different things. Um, and I, I, I honestly just loved what you said, like, takes the pressure off you when you're creating for other people instead of what good shots can I get for me versus what can I get for these clients that will actually provide them with the value that they're looking for from me. Yeah, I think if you strip it all down, like if you take it down to, its, to just the most basic meaning, all the frills and all the nice, ways to say it it's it's using people is why it ends up feeling icky quite honestly <laughs> and I hate saying that because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings but it's true if you if you are walking up to every shoot to everything that you are paid to do every 
event you're hired to capture and you're thinking, how can I use this to make myself look better? That's at its bottom line, it's using people. And that feels so icky to even say. And obviously 95% of you people out there are not thinking are not thinking that when you show up, but it might be why you're feeling icky after you leave a shoot. It might be why you're frustrated that you know, um, your numbers aren't coming through on analytics. Like it all comes down to the fact that what you're doing is you're using people to make yourself look better. And I don't think there's any industry, especially any creative industry where taking advantage of somebody's, you know, family or uh, an athlete's talent, money. Yeah. Where you're going to feel fulfilled because you are using that person to make yourself successful. So when you flip it on this head, and you say, instead, I am going to use myself to make them look good, feel good, um, those kinds of things. That's, that's where you get this fulfilling, this kind of fulfilling work that we always talk about. Like for me, it's showing up to a wedding and I always tell my brides, like, I'm not here to pose you. I'm not here to make you look like an Instagram model. I'm not here to you know, rearrange the furniture in such a way that it looks like we're in some Vogue shoot. Like I am just here to capture you and what happens. And because I believe in myself and my creativity, I'm able to manipulate the situation to just get good shots of them being them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like see how, see how the difference is there. I'm not using that person because the bride looks gorgeous and so on and so forth. And I'm you not didn't using take, that bride to, yeah. You didn't take yeah. that shoot because you knew that the venue was awesome and it would go great in the your end of the year wedding reel. That's right. that's not why you're you're booking that client because you think, yeah. oh, I saw where they're shooting. That's like, it's this amazing. Like you're not going to a travel shoot because you're like, oh yeah, Horseshoe Canyon. That'll look great for me at the end of the year. I don't really care what what video I get of them. As long as it's something there, like that's why I'm doing it. That's the exact opposite of, of what will fulfill you down the road with content creation. Um, I told this story in my other podcast that I do, uh, The Creative Moment. Check it out, shameless plug. Um, but I created these, so I uh, take photos for Hastings College. So I'm from Hastings, Hastings College sometimes. Uh, for volleyball, basketball, different things. And I have the, a couple of friends that played volleyball and I made like just, it was just one night. I was, I really had nothing to do. And I appreciated the support that they had given me on Instagram and Twitter, just kind of uh, like hyping me up, hyping up the photos that I took of them. So I made these just kind of posters for them, these just, just kind of graphics, got them framed, printed, and then gave them to him one night just because I, I wanted to show my appreciation for them appreciating the content that I put out for them. And I went to that game just to kind of take photos and to, to you know, like I was friends with them, but I just kind of went there to take photos, get better at, you know, shooting volleyball. And their support kind of compelled me to make those posters for them. And one of the greatest feelings that I have had in the kind of photography realm is sharing prints with people. Like I, uh, in my apartment right now, I have a three foot by four foot print of this 
basketball player. And sh like, I just know when I deliver that print, it'll be just like the greatest feeling to see their reaction when I give those posters, when I give that photo and see like just the, the appreciation in their eyes. Like that is a driving force in my head like every day of why I do this is because I just love making people like, oh, that's so cool how you captured me doing this. That's so cool how you, you just kind of captured my emotion, my personality in this and then gave it to me. I'm not doing it because, oh, they want to go to downtown Lincoln. I've never shot in downtown Lincoln, so that'll be a good portfolio piece. I'm doing it because I want them to feel that like, oh, he, he did exactly what I wanted him to do and that was capture like the epitome of me in this shoe. And I, I think that's just like, that's one of my just kind of driving forces in why I do this is I love making people feel that, you know, I captured exactly what they wanted me to capture. Right. I think that if we, again, strip it all down, the difference is shooting for them versus shooting for us. And it's so simple, but it's our egos and it's our human nature. That's what makes it so complicated and icky. Um, and for me, that looks like, you know, say I'm shooting the other way. Say I'm shooting to create super amazing, super beautiful content at a wedding, which every wedding I've been to has the opportunity to do. What I could spend all day on is posing the bride, posing the furniture, posing the scene, setting it up so it looks exactly right, making sure the light is exactly right. And I could spend all day getting only banger shots that only that look so good for me, but maybe the bride feels uncomfortable because I'm posing her and she doesn't feel natural. Like 90% 90 90 of the time, if it doesn't feel natural, it doesn't look natural on camera. So I could spend all day doing that and I'm going to miss all the other little details and all the other little moments. Like my favorite shots in wedding videos are of you know, when grandma sees the bride for the first time or the flower girl is picking her nose or the ring bearer is running around in a circle. Like those are the moments that people want to remember and that when they watch back the video, I think my favorite compliment is, I didn't even know you got that. Like those are the moments that need to be captured, not making everything look like it's this. Studio shoot, yeah. If you're posing the bride the whole day, you're not you're not doing them what they hired you to do in capturing the day you're molding the day to your your will and you're like i want to get this for my portfolio my like i want this because i think it'll look good for my wedding video when i post it versus just capturing the day capturing the candid moments of you know the the uh flower girls stepping on Cheetos or something like that stuff is the stuff that will mean more to the clients than it will. If you're just posing them the whole day, you're like, Oh, I want to go to this at sunset because it'll look super great. And we're going to have to drive 30 minutes and you're going to have to miss part of your reception, that whole thing versus just capturing them and capturing their personalities and how they interact with each other. There's just such a, a big difference in that and it just shows through when you interact with clients when you post their their work it if you're a creator you can just you can tell yeah he they're creating just for them they're creating for their clients it, it's a 
kind of a tangible thing that you can pick out. Yeah, and that's kind of what I mean by it takes the pressure off of you. Uh, I'll address, there's the one in two parts. First part is it takes the pressure off you because it's physically less work, okay? <laughs> if you are leaving, like obviously I leave every wedding day and I go lay in the dark with ice packs on my whole entire body and the office on for the next 24 hours, right? Like obviously because I worked hard. But the difference between that kind of work and working hard to create something that doesn't exist is I'm just working. Whereas, like you said, Dante, I'm moving furniture. I'm posing the couple. I'm driving an extra hour in the day. Like you're constantly chasing this feeling that's never going to be satisfied because you might be working, 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 working so hard. But at the end of the day, if there's not that emotional fulfillment coming in, then that's why you feel so burnt out and tired at the end of the shoot. And then on the other side, emotionally, mentally, you're not working as hard because you're trusting your ability as a creative to just shoot the best way you can and what you get is what you get. And that, that might seem like a cop-out, but it's really not because what you, what you get is what you get is still that person's best day of their life, right? Like no matter what you do, no matter how you pose them, no matter how they look, that day still happened and to them that's the best day of their life. And so if you're able to document that and approach it from that standpoint of whatever happens, happens, and I'm going to shoot it and it's going to look great because I know how I'm shooting, it is so much less pressure. Like hearing that should make your shoulders relax. You should take a deep breath. Like I'm just here to be in the background. Like it's not about you. Like that's, that's what usually when I'm at a wedding day and I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't going so well. This isn't going so well. I have to take a step back and be like, well, it's not about me. It might not feel like it's going great for me because the light's been dark or um, the groom won't smile. Like they don't know that that's what I'm looking for. So it's not about what I want. It's about what's happening right in front of me and being present in the moment to capture. To capture. Yeah. And I think kind of the, the common thread we've kind of uncovered here is the documentation of whatever it is is just different. Your intention shows through in how you document whatever shoot it is. If you're, say, for example, if I'm shooting a senior photo shoot, I can get photos that look cool for me and that I haven't shot before that I wanted to get. Maybe that's not the best way to serve that senior. Like, maybe they have a super cool, like, uniform on or super cool, cool outfit or something. And I get a photo that, you know, you wouldn't put on a grad graduation card. You wouldn't throw on Instagram. It just is kind of, it's more about the diversity of my portfolio than it is about capturing their personality or something like that. Maybe I have them do something that they're not, you know, comfortable doing, that they don't feel natural posing as. And at the end of the day, that's that's not what I should be doing. I shouldn't be trying to pose them in such a way that they don't feel it is, it's them, it's their personality. I should be molding my talents to fit their personality. And so just the, the way you go about creating the content for people basically is kind of what, what we've kind of talked about determines, you know, like your thought process on when you go into the shoot, what you're thinking about that's going to show through the photos, the videos, whatever, a lot more than you probably feel that it does. I mean, 
it all comes down to like if you're if you're kind of struggling with that if you're like I, I need to figure out how to better serve my clients better serve my brides my seniors my my uh, athletes whatever just take a step back and you know try to put yourself in their shoes have some empathy and, and think if I were this athlete would I want a picture of like my shoes or something like something like that would like what would I want a photo of if I was a senior chances are it's not the back of their head it's like you you got to kind of just take a step back and think what would they want captured would my bride and groom want 50 different pose shots at 20 different locations would they want me to like redo the first kiss three times just so I make sure I got the right angle no they they probably wouldn't and it would show through the video that like that was kind of a pose thing if you're a bride and groom you'd want you want the wedding day captured as it happens you don't want it just you don't want a scripted like minute by minute thing of where your feet are supposed to go what your hands are supposed to be doing and so that just kind of thinking about you know putting yourself in your client's shoes what would they want like what did they hire me to capture and then executing on that thinking about them the whole time can kind of flip your perspective if you're you know kind of struggling with how to go from portfolio like clout chasing whatever portfolio driven versus you know client driven because not every shoot's going to be your best shoot you know not every senior like not every you know sunset's going to be the best sunset for your senior your couple whatever but it's your job to serve them the best you can in that scenario and that doesn't mean that you you mold that shoot if it's not what you think to be what you want that means you do the best you can to adapt yourself to your clients yeah and i think this goes even a step further from shooting but also the creative world like if everybody had that mindset, if all photographers and videographers and graphic designers and blah, 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 if we all had that mindset, we'd all be a lot less intimidating, right? Because what ends up happening is, I don't want to say the sides, us versus them, but people who create for portfolio-driven, you know, shoots versus documenting what actually happens, you butt heads because you're like, well, my photo's better than yours. Well, my video's better than yours. Like, that doesn't... At the end of the day, shooting in a way that serves everybody else takes all of that competition away because you're just doing your best to serve everybody where they're at. And that takes all the pressure off your client, that takes all the pressure off you, that takes all the pressure off all the other creatives because nobody's trying to one-up or out-best each other because at the end of the day, all we're doing is serving the people that we've come in contact with. So, I don't know. It's just really, I'm really thankful that when I started photography, I had been exposed and been around people who believed in documenting and shooting that way rather than having to do it the hard way, getting burnt out and feeling like I'm not good enough because my shots weren't good enough. Like I really, I really think I wouldn't have made it or would have even started if I hadn't, if I hadn't known there was this other side to it of serving and documenting and preserving. And like at the end of the day, Photos are the only thing from any event that lasts a lifetime. Your state championship trophy will sit in a school. Your wedding day bouquet flowers will dry up. Your seniors will eventually get wrinkles and gray hair, right? Like at the end of the day, what we do 
is the only thing that lasts a lifetime. And so thinking about it that way rather than, oh, I got to get this shot at this time for this reason, right? Like, I really hope that you're hearing the difference between those two statements because they, they, it seems minimal, but it is a huge, huge difference in, in photography, I think. Yep. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's something that is a conscious effort every time you go out and shoot. Every time you step out on the field, step into the, the venue, the church, whatever, you have to make the decision like, okay, this is, this is the, the plethora of what I'm working with. How am I going to use this to the best of my ability for the clients? You know, there's, um, I can go out and shoot the athlete that I want to shoot and if I was hired to take 10 photos, I could get 10 photos and then for the rest of the game, work on my portfolio, like if they're not the best player on the field or the court, whatever, I can get 10 photos of them first quarter, the rest of the game, I can shoot this D1 player that's on the other team or something for my portfolio. That's, I, I could do that, yeah. Instead, how about I focus the whole game on this athlete, even though, yeah, it's this guy is thrown down like five dunks, he's thrown for five touchdowns, like, He's the most photogenic guy on the playing field, but I'm not, that's not serving what I was hired out to do. So I could miss this kid's best moment trying to capture something for my own portfolio and not serve this athlete the way that he should be because I'm too worried about what my portfolio is. So it is. Think about, think about how that kid would feel because if you are shooting that way, that's how you're also portraying yourself online and on Instagram. So yeah, he knows that you were there to shoot him and yet your whole Instagram feed is filled up with this D1 athlete, right? Like it shows whether you realize it or not, like it, it shows and it makes people feel a certain way. So just, yeah. He like, he knows that you were there. He knows you were there the whole game. What if the one one-handed catch he had you missed because you were too busy worrying about the, the other player and you know, they ask like, hey, did you get this? Like, this was a really cool moment for me. This was my, like, this was a one-handed touchdown. Yeah, and so like, it is, it is a conscious choice. Every time that you go out to shoot, to do whatever, to edit, think about, you know, the client, the people that you're shooting for and what they would want. Because chances are, clout chasing and, and just creating for your clients they will very, very rarely cross paths where, so just every time you go out to shoot, you have to make that decision of this is how I best serve my client versus this, how, this is how I best serve me. And I think that's just kind of to like wrap everything up what you, what you kind of should do every time you, you, you edit, you shoot, you do whatever in this kind of content creation world yeah and what do you know it all comes down to being kind and being a good human being this is, this is a, just how we're going to wrap up every episode i guess full circle truly, moments just be kind and be a normal human being and <laughs> the good will come back to you i really believe that like it isn't that deep but it is um because that's how we shoot it yep but I'm, that's how we shoot it Okay. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for this episode, guys. Uh, we should be back in a couple of weeks with the latest. Um, you can rate our podcast now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to our podcast. 
Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and get notified when we post this kind of stuff. So we'll see you next time, hopefully with something, something creative to share. Yep. See you guys later.